On Shabbos we read where an angel comes to inform Avram Avinu of the good news that his wife Sarah, who was 90 years old and barren, will give birth. I will return to you next year this time. Next year Pesach, Sarah will give birth to a baby boy. Sarah overheard the conversation, but Titzchak Sarah, and Sarah laughed. She said, This can't possibly happen. My husband is no youngster. He's almost a hundred years old. So Hashem confronts Avram about his wife, and he tells him, Why did Sarah laugh? Is there anything Hashem can't do? I can do the impossible. So let's understand the timeline here. When exactly did Sarah laugh? When did Sarah take place? So the Chesem Soifer cites a Marsha, who says that the Malach originally came to Avram on Pesach to tell him the good news. And it was at that time, on Pesach, that Sarah laughed when she overheard this message. A year later on Pesach, as promised, Yitzchak was born. And when did Hashem communicate to Avram that Sarah laughed? Says the Marsha, Loma Zed Tzachka Sarah took place on the Sukkot in between. So to review, the Malach told Avram the news on Pesach. That's when Sarah laughed. Six months later, Hashem confronted Avram and asked him, why did Sarah laugh? The following Pesach is when Sarah gave birth. Asks the Chesem Seifer, if Sarah scoffed at the Malach's message on Pesach, why did Hashem wait until Sukkot, a full six months later, to ask Avram, why not ask him right away on Pesach? And he says something truly incredible. Only someone as great as the Chesem Seifer can say this. The reason Hashem waited until Sukkot to tell Avram that Sarah laughed is because had Hashem told Avram right away on Pesach that Sarah laughed, it would have been Lashon Hara. And the Rabbi Shloilam does not speak Lashon Hara. Therefore, Hashem waited to tell Avram that Sachka Sarah on Sukkot after Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur had passed and Sarah had the opportunity to do tshuva. And not just an ordinary tshuva, tshuva mahava. As we know, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is the time for tshuva out of fear, when willful sins turn into inadvertent sins. But when Sukkot comes around, it's Man Hussein. It's the time of tshuva mahava, when all our veiras, nasa zuchiyos, it turns into mitzvahs. So now at this point, the Rabbi Nishlam was able to tell Avram, Lama Zed because now it's not a sin anymore. On the contrary, the fact that Sarah laughed has now changed into a schus. And the Rebbein Shloim was proud to tell Avram of the additional merits of his wife, Sarah. What a beautiful idea from the Chesam Seifer. The Rebbein Shloim wanted to pay him a compliment and inform him about what an incredible wife he has. We find the same concept when the Malachim first arrived. They asked Avram, Where is Sarah your wife? And Rashi comments, The Malachim knew exactly where Sarah was. But why did they ask Avram about his wife's whereabouts? To endear her to her husband. To let him know that they also realize that she's a righteous woman. She's modest. She's special. The Malachim wanted to give him a compliment about his wife. So that he will admire and appreciate and value her even more. And in turn, he will shower her with compliments. The Rabbi Nishlam is teaching us the importance of giving compliments to your spouse. Let them know how much you respect them, how important they are in your life. A story is told about the previous vision of the Rebbe of Bnei Barak, the Yeshua Moshe, 
known affectionately around the world as Reb Moshele of Vizhnitz. His Friday night tish was legendary. It attracted tens of thousands of people from all different types of backgrounds. They set up tall bleachers so everyone would be able to get a glimpse of this tzaddik. And as is the custom, thousands of his chassidim ate from his shirayim, his leftovers, during the tish every week. The Dvar Torah, the singing, the dancing, just watching the Rebbe's every move, it was rabbinic royalty. It was the highlight of everyone's week. An observer described the scene as taking a page out of the proceedings of the Beis HaMikdash. And the Rebbe was like the Kohen Godl on Yom Kippur. If you were ever zoichet to witness the tish, it's something that you'll remember for the rest of your life. When the Rebbe's wife passed away, while sitting Shiva, they asked him, Rebbe, what is it that you will most miss about losing your rabbits? And he said something incredible. Every Friday night when I came home from Tish, she told me, Ah, as a Shaina Tish, you conducted such a beautiful Tish tonight. As a Herlecha Tish is his Gavain. Those compliments are what I'm going to miss most about losing her. It's not the companionship, not the meals together, sharing, reminiscing. No, her compliments. What a lesson. A person can be the greatest, most popular leader around. Have thousands of followers. Be on top of the world. People all over the globe admiring him and vying for his attention. But what he needs most is a compliment from his wife. Validation from his spouse. More than any person in the world, your Rav, your boss, your wealthy, influential friends, everybody needs to feel that they are valued and looked up to by their spouse. So keep the compliments coming. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.